Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree Mitchell. I am the host of the show, as well as a self-care coach and founder of Brown Girl Self-Care. What's going on? Happy Monday, if this is the day that you are listening to it, which coincidentally is Labor Day. And as I mentioned on Instagram, I am not laboring. (laughs) I will not labor. I am not laboring. Uh, And you might be like, well, uh, sis, you dropped a podcast episode today. I can tell you that for me, typically, typically, uh, this is not, well, I guess it's technically labor. Let me, let me back it up a little bit. I guess technically it's labor, but it doesn't feel like labor to me. And maybe that's a whole different podcast episode, but in any case, I'm glad that you're here. And what I would like to do is invite you to, if you're able to slow down and listen to this episode. Uh, I know I get a lot of emails. Sometimes you're driving, you're on your way to work, you're cleaning the house, you know, you're, you're taking a walk or you're exercising, etc. But if you're in a position to slow down and use this time as a form of restoration, as a, as a, um, an opportunity to uh, just kind of tune in and slow down, maybe grab some coffee, grab some tea, grab some water, light a candle, do what you need to do, sis, okay? (laughs) But we're going to go ahead and get into this episode. So, of course, I want to talk a little bit more about healing. And I can tell you that there have been some interesting things that have been happening in the last few days, few weeks, few months when it comes to just how I view myself, how I view the world, how I interact with others. And if you caught me on Instagram live, I talked about that a little bit. Uh, I believe the topic was something along the lines of how the energy kind of just changes when you really are tapping into that, that flow of healing. So, but I real talk, like, I, I just feel like I am just evolving into this different version of myself like the more I do these podcast episodes the more I speak my truth the more I show up authentically the more I uh, allow myself to um, rest and and just embrace this more liberated mindset and, and way of life and living for me uh, I just feel like, like, I feel like every week I'm going to be like, okay, I feel different this week. <laughs> okay. I feel different this week. Okay. I feel different this month. Like that honestly is my truth. That is just my truth right now. And maybe I'm just in this season of, of growth, like that I can really see because sometimes we have growth, but we just don't think that we do because it's, it, it's incremental. It feels tiny. It feels small. And I'm okay with that, honestly. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. Like, 1% progress is progress. It doesn't always have to be these big, gigantic, 
you know, leaps and bounds for us to say, okay, this, you know, I'm, I'm healing. So I'm okay now. Like, no, that's totally not the point of self-care. That's, that's just not it. So whether you're in a season where you're just like tiptoeing your way through certain things and you feel like you're kind of like doing these half percents or one percents or five percents, you know what I'm saying? Or if you're like, man, in the last month, I just feel like I just made so much progress wherever you are. I just want to celebrate you. Wherever you are, wherever you may fall on that spectrum. I want to celebrate you because again, I'm going to say that progress is progress. Okay. This is a journey, not a race. I'm not trying to outdo you. You not trying to outdo me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's not what community self-care is that's not what village you know just being in village with each other that's just not what it's about this is not a race it's not a competition or anything like that what I do though is I just try to come from a humble place of sharing things that I've learned experienced uh, think about have gone through etc that are helping me to shift Again, into this more liberated version of Brie, this more abundant version of Brie, this more, um, this hap- more more happy version of Brie, this more healed version of Brie, this more uh, complete and whole version of Brie. Like that, that's what it is. That's what it is. So with today's episode, I want to talk about reframe, reframing some of the hurtful things that we uh, heard, you know, when we were younger. That's what I want to talk about today. Um, but in this conversation, I want to stress that, as I'm assuming you already know, but it has to be said, uh, I am in no way uh, like a, a, a licensed professional. Again, this is just my view, this is just my opinion as I, you know, continue to elevate and rise and want to, again, just bring about this sense of community and village because that's another part of self-care, right? We're not islands unto ourselves. So, but again, if you're listening to this podcast episode and you think some of these things are just like, mm, this is hitting a raw point for me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want you to continue listening if it's going to cause you any type of, um, you know, if you're going to, if, if it's going to harm you in some way to have to kind of think about some of these things that I'm going to be talking about. Um, so maybe that looks like, again, not listening to the episode or, um, you know, just enlisting some help. We all need help. And that is okay. I know it's a, a quote-unquote black thing that the joke is, you know, we don't need therapy. That is a whole lie from the pit of hell, <laughs> okay? That's a whole lie. Um, so, yeah, I just want to stress that. And also, I want to say that in this conversation, like, that I'm having with you, some of the things I may say, I want to make it very clear that I'm not excusing anyone's behavior. I'm not, I'm not excusing anyone's actions or words that were said to you or done to you. I'm not excusing that at all. I'm just thinking about the reframe. That's the point of this episode. I'm thinking about the reframe. Okay. So with that said, you know, I just wanted to make sure that I said that. Let's go ahead and get into um, today's episode. So I've said it before and I'll say it again that the further you go in, in your journey, you really like when you're doing the work again, 
I don't, it doesn't matter to me if you're in that 0.5% or 1% of progress, you know what I mean? You're kind of tiptoeing and baby stepping your way. Um, or if you're like, man, every month, every year or whatever, I'm just taking these huge healing leaps. Like wherever you are is where you are. And I, and I love to see it regardless. Um, but I want to make it clear that there is there isn't always a quote unquote positive uh in in some of these things that I'm going to talk about and no matter where you are in that spectrum like I mentioned before um you may or may not be able to see anything yet uh depending on where you are in your journey you know those layers they have to come up there's layers to healing. There's layers to this liberation. This, there's layers to this, this like freeing up our minds and the conditioning that we've received. Like there's layers to all of this, like real talk, there really is. And so you may not necessarily, I'm trying to figure out how to, how to say this, um, you may not necessarily uh, be there yet specifically. Does that make sense? Since we're all kind of, you know, we're actively moving together in one direction towards our healing, but we're in different places. So these things that I have been uncovering, you like you, it either doesn't apply necessarily, um, or you just may not be there yet. Either way, that's your journey, and there's nothing wrong about that. Okay, so I just wanted to make that very clear too. Um, but you know, speaking of this this reframe. I don't recall what I was doing, honestly. And sometimes you'll notice that too. Sometimes you will just be, maybe maybe my mind was just very clear at that moment. I would assume it had to have been. Um, but you'll even sometimes notice that you'll just have something pop up out of nowhere. Like a memory just like pop up out of nowhere. Have you had that happen before? Where you're, you're, you're um, maybe you're driving the car. Maybe you're on your way to work and boom. Man, where did that come from? <laughs> or maybe you are, I don't know, maybe you are about to go to bed and it's like, boom, you think of something like, dang, I haven't thought about that in 20 years. Like, where where did this come from? And I think for me, it's my, I don't know if it's my body or my, my mental health or my emotions or whatever. I feel like it's a, a, for me personally, it feels like a clue that I am ready for like the next, either like addressing this thing or um, taking a look at it or like whatever the case may be, I, I'm just ready for that thing. And I also, and I've said this before too, like I feel like, or I, I actually I know I have a lot of, I guess it's called repressed memories or things like that, like things that are stored away. And I'm sure that a year from now, I'll have something pop up like boom, you know what I mean? Or even five years from now, I might have a memory pop up. I think that for me, and I don't know if this is scientific facts or not, but I feel like for me, um, based on my understanding too, like sometimes the body can let go of or like bring awareness to something, but it, it, it has to be like when you're ready. It has to be when you're ready. Um, so that's 
where we are. Again, I don't know exactly where this memory came from, but very long story short, I was doing something, girl. I don't know what it was. And I had this memory pop up into my head where someone, uh, when I was younger, I remember they told me several times, like, you are never satisfied. You are never satisfied. And it wasn't said in like a, or the way I received it was, it was not in a, um, what's the word? In a, why do I lose words sometimes? I don't even know. It wasn't said in, I didn't receive it in a way where it was beneficial or, um, conducive maybe that's conducive to me you know being a more well-rounded person it it just didn't feel that way to me to me it felt the way I received it it felt very hurtful so the thing that's ironic about that is I mean when you grew up in a sense of um just feeling unsettled or not feeling like your needs were always provided for, no matter how hard maybe a specific parent tried or things like that. Um, that's the irony for me is, like, of course, I'm, I'm not satisfied. <laughs> you know, you you have this this will to, to thrive and survive. You don't want to be, like, down in the dumps or down in the muck, right? But I guess when I was a kid, I just wanted... I either wanted what other kids had or I wanted to have these experiences or I just wanted, I I think it was tied to just safety for me and just feeling like I was worthy to have nice things, to have beautiful experiences, to be able to do what I wanted to do. I think that's what it kind of boils down to for me. So to hear like you're never satisfied because I want it more, I want it more, I want it more. Maybe perhaps I was being greedy as a kid too, you know. But it's like I, I don't feel like I don't feel like it's it's wrong to want better. I don't feel like it's wrong to want more. Now, could I have possibly in my immature, you know, undeveloped mind, could I have shown or expressed more gratitude? Probably. <laughs> Absolutely. You know what I mean? But just the way it was I, I received it was just like, mm. It's bad to want things. It's bad to, I'm a bad person. It's bad to want more. It's bad to not be satisfied with just this little meager, or what I felt was meager thing, that I was just like this bad person. That's how I received it. And so when this memory popped up, I can tell you, for me, another way that I know that this healing, like this journey is is changing my life, it's changing me, right, is when some memories pop up, like, I feel like there's two reasons to cry. Like, for me, when I'm crying, it's because I'm, like, just grieving this thing. There's still pain around it. There's still trauma around it. Um, or um, I'm crying because I'm happy. I just need some type of, or just need some type of release, not because I'm sad. I just <laughs> I just need to let this this beautiful, whatever this thing is I'm experiencing, like, this emotion out, right? Crying's not a bad thing, by the way. Um but when this memory popped up, this specific memory, I know that the healing journey that I'm on is 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 definitely changing me because had this popped up before, I would have immediately gone into um, just like this guarded mode or um, 
like defensive mode or even crying or feeling really sad or just being all up in my feelings about it. Does that make sense? But when I had that feeling, even though it was a painful thought, I didn't cry. I didn't feel some kind of way about it. In fact, actually, I guess if you think about it, I felt like the reverse. I was able to get curious about it and not make it mean something negative about me. Does that make sense? Let's go ahead and take a break right here. Okay, so what do Gail Anderson, Oprah Winfrey, and Big Boy have in common? These are three people in media who back in the day showed me that my dreams were possible. These visionaries paved the way for me to take a huge chance on myself by sharing my voice in the podcasting space. Black representation in media didn't happen by chance. We had to fight for the right to be heard, to be seen, to share our stories, and to take up space. Imagine if you could have some of the power, richness, and depth of the Black experience in one curated space. You can. The next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, and empowerment, as well as perspective of the culture in real time. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. Conversations ranging from Abbott Elementary to mental health to Tracy Ellis Ross, there is no limit to the range you will find on Black Stories, Black Truths. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. It's okay to be skeptical and to question things that don't quite sound true. Like the time that I was dating someone that was trying to earn cool points, so told me he liked every single TV show that I did, but then couldn't tell me any of the names of the characters on these shows he claimed to love. Like, seriously? If something seems too good to be true, do some digging before you invest your time, energy, or money. This is why when it comes to my health, I use Ritual because they know that every good skeptic deserves a multivitamin that exceeds our high standards. Their clinically backed essential for women 18 plus multivitamin has high quality traceable key ingredients in clean, bioavailable forms. These multivitamins are gentle on my stomach and are so easy for me to take. It's crucial that I trust what I'm putting into my body, so I love that Rituals Essential for Women is USP verified, which is a huge deal. No more shady business. Rituals Essential for Women 18 Plus is a multivitamin you can actually trust. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com forward slash self-care. Start Ritual or add Essential for Women 18 Plus to your subscription today. That's ritual.com forward slash self-care for 25% off. All right, let's move forward. Um, But does that make sense? In my mind, when I say these things, it makes sense. So I don't know if I'm assuming you're nodding your head like, yes, girl, I feel you on that. Um, So I'm going to keep moving forward here. But when I thought about that memory, it wasn't like this sinking sensation or like I wanted to cry. I wanted to fight. I wanted to to flee. I I didn't feel threatened by this... um, memory. So again, I know that self-care works. I know that these these things that you and I talk about every week, I know that it can change our lives and in our community um because I'm I'm proof. I'm not saying that I'm the only proof. You know what I mean? But I'm saying I am proof that it definitely, you know, it definitely does help, right? So, um 
yeah, when that thought came up, I didn't get defensive. I didn't get mad. I didn't get scared. I didn't get any of those things. I was able to get curious about it and think about a reframe for that. Like that was a must for me. Like I wanted to address it and reframe that. And the reason why I wanted to do a reframe on that thought is because first of all, I wanted to check that thought. I didn't want to just leave it just out there. I didn't want to just leave it out there because to me, if I left it out there, it, for me, it would have felt like I was okay with that feeling. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, yeah, they're, they're right about me. You know what I'm trying to say? I wanted to check or, I guess, refute that, that notion or at least reframe it in a way that made more sense for me. Reframe it in a way that felt more in alignment with who I am. And so that reframe for me or that thought was kind of what I touched upon before, like, damn straight. I want more. Damn straight. I am worthy of more. It's okay for me to have more. It is safe for me to have more. It is okay for me to be abundant. It is okay for me to feel abundant. Does that make sense? Your girl is a homebody, so one of the best parts of the day for me is when I can come home, put on my comfy pajamas, get snuggled up on the couch, and enjoy something to drink while catching up on a TV show. The thing is, though, that I don't want to drink wine all the time because, though I love it, I'm no longer a huge wine drinker like I was back in the day. I have morning headaches and even inflammation to thank for that. So, to help fill that gap, I've been enjoying Recess Mood as a guilt-free way to unwind. Recess Mood really is a vibe y'all there are only 20 calories per serving no added sugar and it's infused with stuff i like including mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens which really helps me to relax after a high energy day recess mood has four delicious flavors to choose from my personal fave is strawberry rose if one of your goals in 2024 is to drink less alcohol this is the way Give Recess Mood a try today and see how relaxed it helps you feel. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com forward slash self-care and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. So I had to go in there and do a little reframe. And that's something that I want for you too. Because I know a lot of times we walk around and we have these wounds and these things that we haven't like disputed or checked. And those things are working against these, these ideas that we have for ourselves when it comes to living a life of more freedom, when it comes to living a life of more liberation, when it comes to living a life of more joy and, and, and happiness, so maybe you heard some things like that when you were growing up. And as I said at the beginning of this podcast episode, there may, there may or may not always be. I, I feel like for me there is, but I'm not here to tell you that 
this is exactly how you should feel and this is exactly what your journey should look like, should feel like. We've experienced different things. We've heard different things. And even if we heard the same thing because we are two different people, that doesn't mean we're going to receive them the same way. So for me, and this is just food for thought for you in case you want to kind of think about this and explore a little bit, like I feel like a lot of the things that um, I heard about me, I can reframe those in a positive way um, and not leave them just out there, which again, for me, where I am in my journey um, would have me feeling just like stuck where I am. Because I'm, 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 I'm looking to just keep moving forward. I'm looking to evolve. I'm looking to elevate. Um, so that's where I am. So I feel like for a lot of the things, there is a nugget of positivity that I can spin on that and, and, and take that thing that may have been a source of pain, those things that were said, and flip it to where it doesn't hurt me like that anymore. It doesn't hurt me like that anymore. So like I said, when the thing, when I heard like you're, you're never satisfied or whatever, the flip for me, again, the reframe for me after just kind of like digesting that and, and just sitting with that for a minute uh, is I, it is okay for me to, to be abundant. It is okay for me to have nice things. It is okay for me to embody luxury. And I'm saying that even though I, I am leaning towards a minimalist lifestyle, but I believe for me there, I'm in the middle of like a minimalist luxury type experience happening right now. I don't even know if that makes any sense. I know somebody out there is feeling me though, but that's just where, that's where I am. That's where I am. So it is okay for me to have nice things. It's okay for me to experience nice things. It is okay for me to be abundant. It is okay for me to have what I want, not just what I need. I am no longer that version of Bree that is okay with just, well, I survived. I made it through. Like, I want that next. I want that next level life. And it is, it is okay for me to desire that. It is okay for me to want that. And if that's what you want, that's fine for you too. We, just because a lot of us likely experience moments where we were just like in struggle mode or we were just doing our best to, you know, survive, like that may have been our past. And that could, listen, honey, that could have been you yesterday. That could have been you 10 minutes ago before you press play on the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, okay? I don't care when that was for you. I don't care if it was just a minute ago or last year, last week, 10 years. Listen, it is okay to reframe and, 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 and understand that it is okay for you to have nice things. I had to pause there for a dramatic effect because, again, a lot of times, a lot of us, we were in some type of survival mode. And we were just like, well, at least we made it through. I'm not looking to just make it through. And what sucks is that we have these systems in place that are meant to keep us in one lane. And so there's a lot of resiliency that we have to have and a lot of strength that we have to have 
But as far as the things that I can do, things that are in my control, because again, we, we talked about this too, we can't control everything. We can't. We just can't control everything. But there are certain things that I can do, mindsets and beliefs that I can cultivate that will have me continue moving forward in the direction that makes sense for me. I'm not looking to stay in struggle mode. And in some areas of my life right now, I am still in struggle mode. Don't get it twisted. Please believe. (laughs) Please hear me when I tell you this, okay? But the thing is, I'm not okay with staying in struggle mode. I'm not okay with just barely making through. I'm not okay with just being in survival mode. Like, that's just not where I am anymore. So again, that reframe of never being satisfied, damn straight. Okay, next. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, damn straight. And there's other things like you may not may not have heard that necessarily, but, you know, people that were in charge of tending to us, whether it was like parents or daycare providers or bigger like cousins or teachers or whomever, people that were in just, you know, in in charge of you at certain parts of your life and were supposed to tend to you, care for you. Uh, Obviously, some of them were heartless people. I'm just going to say that. But a lot of times people were just doing the best that they could. And so that was the mindset that they had. But a part of liberation for me is shaking off those beliefs. But what I was going to say is that you may not have heard that necessarily. But I can imagine that if you, you know, dig into your memory banks or dig into your memory bank, there are other things that were said to you or about you that were harmful, that were toxic, that hurt you, or you received it in such a way where that's just how it felt to you. Maybe maybe the intention wasn't there from the other person, but how you processed it, how you received it, again, not placing blame on you, maybe that's just how you processed it. I don't know. I can't say. You know what I mean? Only you can say. That's, That's for you to decide. But what I can tell you, those things that were said about you or to you, no matter what the intention was, if like, if it was toxic, it was toxic. If it was hurtful, it was hurtful. And I say that because when you processed it, you didn't process it as a joyful event, right? You didn't process it as a happy event, right? So whatever, however the tree shakes, it was toxic. It was hurtful. It was harmful. Some other things that come to mind off the top of my head that maybe some of us have heard. Again, mine, I mean, we've heard a lot of things, right? But the ones that kind of came to mind quickly were um, like, something is wrong with you. You'll never be smart enough to do X, Y, Z. You're never going to get ahead. Um, you, you're weak. You cry too much. Just things like that. Just these toxic things like that. Okay, you cry a lot. Maybe you maybe you did cry a lot as a child. I would imagine typically that children don't cry for just no reason. There's a need there a need or needs that are not being met. Like think about babies. They cry all the damn time. <laughs> they cry all the time. And it's because they have needs. 
that are required. Or maybe you cry when you're older because, I don't know, maybe you were sensitive. Maybe that's why you cried. Like how I said before, just sometimes I cry just because I just I just need a happy release. Or I'm feeling like a strong, happy, warm emotion. And it just brings tears to my eyes. That's just what it is. Something that, um, this is off topic, but something that I keep hearing or keep reading that is, a, I'm digging into this. I'm not sure if this is correct or not, but my understanding, I may be like a highly sensitive person, possibly. But I'll talk about that at another time. I just wanted to kind of throw that out there in case you want to do your own research since we're kind of talking about emotions and feelings and, you know, tears and things like that. I might be a highly sensitive person. You may be as well. I don't know. That's something that, you know, for you to uncover. And maybe, again, that's something I'll talk about at another time. But, okay, going back to the crying thing. Or or you being, quote-unquote, too sensitive, if that's something that you heard. And if you're a man listening to this by chance, but women too, we can hear this too. But if you're a man listening, listening to this by chance and you heard, you know, you cry too much, you're so sensitive, you're so weak, I can tell you that tears, that, that is not necessarily a sign of you being, quote-unquote, too weak. I want you to understand that the reframe could be, when it comes to that, could be anything. Maybe you're just a sensitive soul. Maybe you're just very creative. Maybe, uh, I'm just trying to think of things off the top of my head. Maybe you feel things so deeply. You just have this beautiful spirit and the compassion for other people that you are just moved to tears for other things. Uh, maybe you just feel your feelings so deeply that it just comes out that way maybe you're just really in tune with kindness maybe you're just really in tune with love love of others love of other human beings like there's just so many reasons so or so many things like to say someone is just weak because they choose not to necessarily for example let's say you chose to work things out with words rather than leaning into just automatically kicking somebody's ass excuse my friend I'm just saying like that is not a sign of weakness like why is it always that you're weak if you don't have these hard I guess manly reactions if that makes sense right there's nothing wrong with having that by the way I'm just saying we look at the softer things as people being weird, as people being too soft, as people being too emotional, like all those things. It's like, where's the balance in that? Where, where's, the, where's the humanity in that? Where is it? Seriously. So, you know, I have a, a small little homework assignment for you. And as I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, sis, like if, if this is too much for you to think about and process or ponder right now, it's okay. Again, we're at different places, right? But if you're up to the challenge, I would love for you to sit down and take some time and think about one thing that comes to mind that you may have heard about you or may have been said to you that you can actually reframe because you know yourself, you know your truth, right? What is that thing? And you might be saying, oh, I don't know, Brie, I don't, I don't know. Girl, I can promise you, like, you do know. You do. If you took some time to sit down and just take some time to, like, breathe and get clear, 
get quiet, get still. It's amazing what the body can do when, when we're still. It's amazing what the mind can do when we're still. So if you want to kind of take your healing a little bit further and you're up for the challenge, I would highly suggest you, you do that. Or you may, or be, just be aware of your thoughts in the next few days, next week or two. Maybe a thought will just pop up out of nowhere. And, you know, instead of just reacting, like, allow yourself just to bring some awareness to it. Think about it. Doesn't, you know, it's, it's not anything negative about you, this thing that might come up, right? Again, we're looking at the reframe because we already know that people that say hurtful, harmful things, like I never wanted you in the first place, you were a waste of time, like those kind of things. We already know where they're coming from. We already know those things are hurtful and harmful. It's not about you. So what's the reframe for that? That's the point of this exercise. Where can I reframe that, that harmful thing that someone said to me that I know is, is not my truth? Like, I'm not taking ownership of that. I'm not taking ownership of that, that harmful thing that someone said to me. I'm not taking ownership of that. When we can start to put some more of that thought around some of these things that were said or spoken over us, spoken over our lives... That's where that liberation, those feelings of peace and joy and happiness and abundance will start to flow. So that's the homework assignment for this week. I would love to hear what thought popped up for you when you took time for stillness. Okay? You can always email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Again, connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Let me know what that affirmation is that you created or that that new thought is that you um, are allowing yourself to believe. I would love to hear it. Or if you want to share it on social media, just make sure that you tag me at Brown Girl Self Care so I can hopefully see it. And as I wrap up, one last thing, um, I do want to say that, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> My mind is going a mile a minute. Um, as I wrap up, I wanted to actually have, I have an ask. If you haven't done so already, I would really appreciate it if you went on iTunes or wherever you're listening to the show and leave a rating and comment on the podcast and if it's helping you while you're on your journey to liberation and healing, okay? Um, yeah, that's it. So you have your assignment for the week if you if you choose to do so. And um, that's honestly all I have. I just want to also say thank you so much for just coming every week and, and allowing us to build this village together. If you know that you want to, I guess, physically have this type of support around you on a more regular basis, you don't kind of you don't have like a village and you want to support the show, you can always go to patreon.com forward slash brown girl self-care. One or two times per month, we get together and we have like a village circle or a sister circle and we kind of work through some things and make time for stillness. And I also post additional bonus content uh, up on the Patreon as well. So if you have it and you want to support the show and also be a part of our growing community, you can go to patreon.com forward slash brown girl self-care so with that said that is it for this week's episode of the show um 
I just want to tell you, have an amazing Labor Day. I personally, again, am not choosing to labor on this day. Do what makes sense for you. Do what works for you. But whatever you do this week, whatever you do, just make sure that you allow space for you and that you prioritize you. Okay? That's it for this week. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.